0: Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast, where I will teach you how to manifest your dream life. My name is Dana, and join me as I travel the world, learning all about mindset and meeting new people that have a story to share. Hi friends, welcome to episode 57 of Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast. I have another soul traveler joining me today who I'm so excited to introduce, But before I get into that, I just want to do the normal. Uh, If you can rate the podcast just at the top of the Spotify, you can see the rating bar. Once you've listened to three episodes, it will allow you to rate it. And also send me a follow on Instagram or TikTok, Soul Traveller Full Stop Coach. And I share a lot more content about about self-development, growth, uh, some travel tips. So head over to there for some more information. So our fifth Soul Traveller joining us today is Chris. So Chris is currently from Utrecht in the Netherlands. Ava, who was on a few weeks ago as a Soul Traveller, she is actually Chris's housemate. So I met Chris through Ava. And Chris wanted to come on today to talk about her experience with grief and loss. So a bit of a trigger warning for the episode that is mentions of death of a family member, of loss, of grief, End of cancer so just to warn you before you get into the episode this episode is really really incredible chris is really really incredible she talks about going through losing a family member and how she handled the grief and how she handles it in her day-to-day life now she is amazing and is a really amazing story to listen to so without further ado let's jump right into the episode So welcome, Chris, to Uncovering the Subconscious podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So just to start off with, tell me a bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do now? How did you get to this place in life?
1: Um, So, yeah, I'm Chris. I'm 26. Um, I live in Utrecht, which is in the Netherlands. Um, I work as a child psychologist um, during the week. Um, and, um, yeah, I think that's, um, yeah, uh, that's about me. Yeah.
0: So me and Chris were talking on King's day, I think it was, mm-hmm. and she wanted to come on here and share her story. And that is about her grief and what she went through. So what is your story on loss?
1: Um, my dad passed away, um, in January, 2022, um I was already living um like in Utrecht so not with my parents anymore um but still had a really like good bond with both my parents actually um and my dad got sick um like a year before that before he passed away so he was sick for a year um he had pancreas cancer and um he actually had pretty um good like perspective first off when we heard about it. I mean, it's a pretty um, aggressive form of cancer, obviously. I don't know if anyone's familiar with it, but um, yeah, it's one of the most aggressive forms. Um, But still like, I I think one in five people that get diagnosed with it are, they they get it in time and they can still like operate and um, they have a sort of a good, (laughs) it's relative, but good chance Mm -hmm. of survival. And he was he was part of that group that was able to be operated. Um, so he had the surgery, and it was really intense surgery. And then he had chemotherapy um, and he was clean, like, I don't know, maybe in August or something of 2021. 20, but then like two months later, he came back and it was sort of always been said to us, like, if he comes back, then Um, it's kind of like end of the story because there's nothing really they can do about it. Mm -hmm. So he's been sick for for a few months after that and then he passed in January 2022, so yeah.
0: So in that immediate time surrounding the loss, how did you cope with the grief? Um,
1: I think I I always say to people who ask me this, that the the worst of the grieving for me was in the year that he was sick. Um, because there was so much mm-hmm. insecurity surrounding uh, well even if he would we were still thinking that he would would be able to get better for a while at least um and just not knowing like waiting for the scans and waiting for yeah. the results and um and every time we, he was in pain we were like oh my god is it like did it return you know um so that was very stressful um because you, you can't prepare because he could die he could live it could be a year it could be three years it's really hard to prepare yourself for something that you you just don't know what's gonna happen um so i think in that year it was really tough on me Mm -hmm. um i was not very stable (laughs) um but and then as soon as i knew that he was gonna die i mean that was very hard obviously but i went into sort of like taking care mode I really wanted to take care of him in his last months and everything and then when he passed I had um I don't know I, I've had rough weeks but the grief in the year that he was sick with for me was way worse than mm-hmm. than after I mean yeah I'm sad about it like I, I do grieve, but um yeah I think the worst was already in that in that sick year as I call it yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Is there something that you wish you could have known in those stages of grief?
1: Um, I guess just um, knowing that you all, that this is going to sound very cliche, but that you're going to survive this because it was always my um, worst fear to lose one of my parents. Um, and it's funny because I actually, like the Christmas before my dad got sick. So that was like um, December 2020. Um we we, we have a Christmas dinner my parents my sister and I and I suddenly got super anxious and I didn't really know or, where it was coming from so I said to my parents like I don't know what's going on but I suddenly I feel so anxious and I feel like if any one of you will die at some point I won't be able to deal with that um, and it just came out of nowhere I had mm-hmm. no we didn't talk about something that was related to it it, was, it just came into my mind and then two months later my dad got his diagnosis so um i always thought if something like that happens i won't be able to deal with it and um i might as well just die myself because you know um and that didn't happen like even even though i had some really low lows um i still survived like i just did what i was supposed to do i don't know it was hard but you you stay afloat you know you don't drown I think that was very interesting. I I really thought that I couldn't handle it and I could.
0: I guess you find your support networks as well.
1: Yeah. mm -hmm. And especially my mom and my sister. Um, I used to be very close to them even before this, but I mean, they knew my dad as well as I knew him. So I think they are the two people that really like understand um, the grief, even though my mom has lost a partner and that's different than losing a father, but um, we knew him like no other. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, his, his friends knew him, but like in a different way, it's different, different than if you like our family. Um, so I think they understand me very well and, and vice versa. Um, and, and friends obviously have been very supportive, but um, not all my friends knew my dad super well. So mm-hmm. they've been very supportive, but also um, accepted it when I, you know, didn't always go to them. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I just wanted to talk to my mom for example and not necessarily to my friends so yeah
0: so what was something that you felt helped you move through it a bit easier
1: um, I think for me it was um, not avoiding it um, because it's really easy to just not think about it and um, just sort of Denying that it then that it will happen and I've I've done that for a while when we thought he was gonna get better I just couldn't bear to think about what if it came back um, So I just didn't think about it, but then it would come up at these Unexpected moments and it would make me feel panicky, which is even worse So then I figured out I just have to make time to think about like the bad things or the possible bad things So it doesn't catch me off guard um, because it's gonna come no matter how hard you push it away the the anxiety or the sadness is gonna come up at some point um, so I might as well choose my moment to feel it because then it's usually at a more convenient
0: time than when it creeps up on me Um so uh, it's powerful to feel your emotions and to acknowledge you need to feel your emotions even the bad ones
1: yeah yeah for sure I think but it's I don't know my in- emotions can be very intense so I, don't, I feel like I don't always want them at the time that they're there, mm-hmm. um, so I'd like to control them more than they control me. Um, but that's hard because with something like this it's so... you never know when you're gonna get a call, um, you never know when your dad's gonna go to the hospital and get like a bad scan, so you can't really prepare for it, um, so I've had some really, um, yeah, just emotional outburst that I really didn't enjoy, obviously. Um I felt very panicky, um, especially in that year that he was sick. Um but yeah, I mean it's it's yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting because I I did survive that. I mean it was horrible. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that upon anyone because those moments where you're just waiting for results and then it's bad and you know it's it's over, it's that's really, really shitty. Um but also when I think back of it it's quite quite powerful that we did, came out of that, like we did. So, yeah.
0: So what advice would you give someone who's currently experiencing grief?
1: Um,
0: I think grief is
1: so different for every person that is experiencing it. I think, um, I have not met a person that grieved exactly like I did. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think even like with my family we all have different times when we're sad or when we think about him um or when we are happy and and memorizing him in like in a in a positive or in a good way um so you're never sort of in sync with each other and that can be hard um but at the same time um just having people that are willing to listen to even if themselves are not going through the, the, the grief at that time um is really helpful i think um i don't know and um, I th- that's also why i find it hard to give like one specific advice because it's so different for everyone but i think what helped me was just um thinking about that every bad feeling that i had just think to myself it will pass it can never be this bad like all the time forever um I will feel shitty at one point but there will always be like another moment where i'll feel happier again um so try to see the grief into perspective like of a bigger picture like it's going to be there it's not going to be any less like time doesn't heal and i don't really believe in that but you sort of um yeah surround yourself with other nice things so around the grief you know Um, so your life becomes richer um and I think to give it that time is is hard Because we don't want negative feelings We're like, oh, let's push it away real quick Because yeah. it's uncomfortable um, It's easier yeah, yeah, it's easier to, to not think about it Or be like, okay, I have to work through grief And then after a year I'll be fine I think it doesn't work like that um, um, Yeah, I think it, it will never fully go away But you just learn to build your life around it And find moments to grieve um, And I guess for some people it's really nice I think for everyone, it's really nice to have support in that, mm-hmm. but um, I think it differs per, per person where you find that support. As long as you have it, it could be like your family, your friends, but it could also yeah. be like a therapist. For me, that really helped too.
0: So I know that a lot of people, they struggle with helping like a friend or a loved one when they've gone through a loss or grief. Is there something like you'd wish someone had said to you or something that someone did say to you that really helped?
1: Um. I noticed a lot of people not knowing what to say. Which I completely understand. Like I've been through it. And even when something like this happens to someone close to me. Even though I've been through it. I still struggle in finding the right words. Also because it's so personal. Because what what works for one person. Might not work for the other person. Um, But just saying something in general. And not ignoring it. um, Is is pretty important to me. Um, I've had friends. um, Sort of. Not reach out or I don't know maybe scared that they were going to say the mm-hmm. wrong Thing but that was actually more hurtful than if they Just would have said something that was not perfect At least they They would have let me know that they were thinking about me point. Yeah or acknowledge the fact that Okay you're going through a hard time I'm here for you um, And I think as long as you Sort of speak From um, From what you feel And what you want for that person it's It's fine like I uh, I'm just saying that um, some people use like very like basic or cliche things like oh um, I feel bad for you let me know when I can do something I mean that's nice it's better than not Uh saying anything at all Um, but I sometimes feel like that is not um, it's kind of generic you know what Mm -hmm. I mean Um, and I think the more specific you are with your uh, support the better Um, so sometimes it can just be helpful to say, like, yo, do you want to go for coffee? coffee? Um, instead of let me know when there's something I can do for you. Because people won't do that. No. I, it, when, I'm, when I'm, like, waking up in the middle of the night in panic, I'm not going to call you and let you know that I... <laughs> you know, it's the, it doesn't happen. Now. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work like that. So um, just offering things and also not being... Um, disappointed when people say no to that because it's sometimes you don't feel up for that Mm -hmm. but at least to know that people are there and that they're offering you support even like offering to cook dinner for example because i've uh, had days where i felt so sad that i couldn't get out of bed and i didn't really want to make dinner for myself if someone would have like called me and be like yo do you want me to do groceries or um uh, cook dinner that would have been really nice um but yeah, I think yeah. in general, it's just a reaching out that, um, in general, that is important. Making yeah. conscious effort. And, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel you've changed in relation to right after the loss compared to now? Um, I think I've, I've had a
1: period of time where I thought that I should be grieving more than I am. Um, because, like, for example, like my... Uh, my dad's brother and sister and my mom and my sister they are way more actively grieving as I call it, like they're sad more often and they um, they cry a lot more than I do um, and for a while I was like mm, <laughs> and I uh, know now that there's no right way of grieving, grieving? yeah and um, I I think about him and I'm, I get sad but I don't grieve in the same way that they do Um I mean, I know that it's good sometimes for me, like I know that for me personally, it's good to sometimes stop and think about it consciously because I get so like wrapped up in everyday things that I uh, tend not to make enough room for it. But as long as I do that every once in a while, I know that I'm dealing my grief just fine and not crying about it every single day doesn't make me like... um, like a bad griever or you know it, it's not like i'm i'm pushing it away it's not like i don't miss my dad it doesn't say anything about me
0: just that i grieve in a different way than other people Yeah, absolutely. so what surprised you most about grief um mm, that's a hard one um what
1: surprised me i guess um i guess like what i told you in the beginning is um i expected it to completely um take over take over and crush me um and that it would be something that would be shadowing over my days and in some way it does but not in the way that i expected it to to do um it's, it's yeah feels strange in its own way as well yeah you almost feel sort of guilty for not feeling Uh, sad all the time I had that in the beginning I was like I really do miss my dad but to other people it seems like maybe I don't or I move on really quickly and that's not true but um, it's just it it pops up the griefs like it comes and it goes for me at least Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I expect it to be at least the first year to just be in my bed and then cry and not be able to do anything Um, and that didn't happen so I guess I was positively surprised, because obviously this is better for me, but um, it also makes me feel guilty sometimes, like, hmm, it's, it's, am I doing it right, I guess, that's what I'm thinking then.
0: I think that's so important to hear, though, I feel like there's so many other people going through it that need to hear that as well. Uh, so, also, what does it mean for you to find joy at this morning? Um... I like
1: listening to the music that my dad used to listen to or that we listened to together um and sometimes I listen to the music that we played at the funeral, um but sometimes I just listen to the music of like let's say artists that we went to see together live um I like doing that, and also um for example, like me, my dad loved watching like football um and going to games every now and then. I still like to do those things even though it's not with him anymore so that gives me like these little moments of like joy um, but also just completely stuff that has nothing to do with my dad just being with friends going out drinking having fun chatting um, and also just keep um, keep busy with work that has really helped me too mm-hmm. um, yeah it's I, I think yeah friends um, and music um talking about people talking with people not about people also about people because that's kind of my job but like <laughs> uh, yeah i think that's the, the main thing
0: yeah so going a bit into your belief system now how would you describe your belief system um
1: for a long time i um considered myself as agnostic so i definitely do believe that there's something out there but i'm not ra i wasn't raised like religious um, And I guess I kind of want to believe that That there's something Because it's When you when you are either dying yourself Or when you um, know a person that will be dying soon Or has died You kind of want to believe that They're not like cl- completely gone um, So you kind of have in your head Like okay maybe there's a I don't know like What do you want to call it Like a heaven or a place where they are or maybe they can still see you um but to be honest like we don't know mm. um that's and the end
0: point nobody knows do they
1: <laughs> they don't and the thing is um i mean some people must feel like they do they have a very strong faith in in something like heaven for example and um i just became more um aware of the fact that I don't know yeah. um, and that sort of sucks because it could be that you just end up going nowhere <laughs> you just turn to ashes and that's it um, and obviously that's not what I like to think of because I, I would want him to like still look down on me and I don't know sort of still be there in in, in spirit um, but yeah I, I realized that I, I, I don't have the answer to that I don't know yeah. um, and I guess someone dying makes you think of that more than i used to
0: do in my daily life yeah you've kind of answered it already but i was going to ask whether you feel like it's changed much since your dad passed away uh yeah it changed in a sense that um
1: i was always sort of interested in um in stuff like you know the afterlife let's just call it that um But it didn't have a personal meaning to me because yeah okay my my granddad and grandma passed away but like they were really old and um i didn't have such a good i mean they were fine like they were great but like i didn't have such a good connection with them not super close um so when my dad died it was sort of like the first real experience um with death and um it makes you look at stuff like that in a different way because now it personally concerns you and <laughs> what happens after they die, you know? So um, yeah, it becomes more personal. Um, so you start to doubt more, I think, or at least for me, it was like that.
0: In terms of your mindset, how do you feel like your mindset has changed since experiencing grief?
1: Um, I would love to say that I am not as scared of losing people anymore um because you've been through it and you're like what i just like told you you you'll survive um but that's actually not true like i do still feel anxious about losing people and i think i've become more aware of the fact how easily you can lose a person um so it's not that i've become super wary of meeting new people or connecting with people because i'm just a very Uh, emotional person that just happens naturally but um, I am very aware of the fact that I could lose them at any point and that is kind of hard because Mm -hmm. you don't want to live in that fear Yeah. Um, but when I'm really enjoying a moment with someone I can sometimes just think like suddenly like oh my god this I should really really enjoy this moment right now because it could be gone um, any minute Um, and um, I get especially um, sort of anxious when something around my mom is happening now because she doesn't feel well i'm like oh my god <laughs> this yeah. this cannot be happening like you have to feel good i want you to be at least like 80 or 90 years old because otherwise i'd be an orphan and i wouldn't like that so <laughs> so i I get like dramatic and um about it real quickly um so i guess yeah grief or having gone through grief Uh, doesn't really change that I think that's always been in me um just having that fear of losing someone and now it's become more even more real um so yeah
0: have you had any like major positive changes to your mindset you kind of mentioned like being in the present moment
1: yeah for sure and um I think also in a sense we were sort of lucky and I'm saying this um with quotation marks because it 's not like really lucky, obviously, but um that the fact that my dad was sick before he died, which sucked for him obviously for him it would have been better to just i don 't know die in his sleep maybe, but um, it gave us an opportunity to really say everything we still wanted to say and do everything that st- we still wanted to do um so i've had a really good opportunity to say goodbye and i mean there's never a good opportunity when someone is this young and they die but at least there was nothing left unsaid um and i feel very grateful for that because i know it sometimes it's so different and people are just gone like like this so um i think what i learned from that is um don't wait with saying what you want to say because you might not have that opportunity uh tomorrow it could just change like overnight um, and that Christmas what I just told you about that I was super anxious like the next year next Christmas we knew that my dad was gonna die in a couple of weeks so that's how quickly things can change um, so it feels cliche to say like enjoy every little moment um, but it really is true it's it's not a cliche for nothing um, It is true and I think also with saying to your loved ones what you want to say, even if you're not on good terms with some people, I'm not saying that you should just forgive and forget, but um, if there's something that's on your mind or um, something you want to get off your chest, you better do it soon because you don't know if you'll ever
0: have the opportunity again and um, you don't want to live with that regret. Yeah, I think that's really important. Anyway, that does bring us to the end of the episode. So thank you so much, Chris, for coming on. Uh, Just before we end, normally we do a favorite travel story. But today I wanted to ask your favorite story with your dad.
1: That's such a nice question. Um, It's funny because a lot of people are scared to ask me questions like this because they're scared they remind me of my father and it will make me sad um so i always tell them like you he's always on my mind yeah, you don't yeah. remind me of him like and, and suddenly i'm like poof i'm sad like no i'm actually happy to talk about it because um, it keeps him alive um i don't have one specific sort of memory but i have this sort of pattern i guess that i had with my dad like he used to drive me everywhere and pick me up everywhere and um such a dad thing to do (laughs) but like when I would go travel he would bring me to the airport and he would pick me up from the airport and um if I was on the other side of the country in the middle of the night and I called him he would come and get me um we went to concerts together like we went to football matches together so we spent a lot of our time sometimes in the car and a lot of our conversations were in the car um and also the love for music that we shared um like the radio was always on blasting and i just remember him i remember so vividly like tapping on the steering wheel like drumming he really wanted to to uh, teach uh wanted to learn how to drum when he was a kid um he never got to that point but like he was like drumming on the steering wheel and both like singing along to i guess mainly rock music but also like different stuff he was he was very broadly interested um so I think those are my favorite memories like driving with him in the car just talking like even like going to drive through to get some food and um I think those were a little moments to catch up and that goes back from when I was um still playing field hockey um he would drive me to every game and back um so those were a little moments yeah yeah with no one else uh, there did he have a favorite song um not one specific favorite song um he had a few bands that he really liked um like pink floyd is is one of them so i've grown to really love them over the years because he introduced me to them um but also um, i don't know like more recent we um he discovered dutch bands. Um, called Direct, Um, and uh, we went to a few shows uh, of theirs uh, in Holland here, Um, so he loved um, listening to that too, but he was also really into rap music, but he listened to rap music with my sister for example, it was very funny, Um, he he was very into Eminem, but also like Dutch rappers, he he loved that, so yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, thanks so much for coming on today. Do you have any final piece of advice you want to share?
1: Um, I guess I've pretty much said it all um, Like in the previous questions But I think um, A few takeaways would be Like maybe one Everyone grieves in a different way uh, And all is okay As long as you make time for the grief um, And second um, Just kind of be aware Of what you have until, Because if you are aware of it When you don't have it anymore It's kind of too late So um yeah think about it every now and then like okay what how rich am i to still have all my family members or um still be able to talk to them every day and and do so like say what you want to say to them um and for people going through grief right now it's super hard i know that um but it it will get better um even if you don't see that um right now but there will be moments um, where life will be good again so